everybody. Welcome to the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I am here with my lovely co-host today, Molly Herman. Good morning. Kitchen in the Market. And all the good things. You know, I was just thinking it has been so long since I've seen you, but really it's been um, a week. A week. This is what happens. But it was a long week. We spend a lot of time together. (laughs) It was just a long week. And I guess it was a long week, you guys. It felt like it anyway. I don't know why it was. I think it was super long because we all partied hard for Halloween last weekend. And then we kind of had to do it again in the middle of the week. And then it was just sort of like, you know, I don't know. A lot of people were saying that on Friday. My TV people on Friday morning Man. were all just wrecked. Maybe it was, the, it was the sugar crash. <laughs> I think that's it, too. I think we ate a lot of sugar this weekend, and or this week. Yeah. And I mean, I certainly, certainly ate the entire bowl of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. It was Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yep. We were yeah, the Kit Kat Caramel M&M family oh, this year. Okay. Is that new? I mean, that was a thing. I don't know. My husband stopped and got the oh right, <laughs> got the candy because I, we kind of forgot, and there was a car accident, and we were down to one car. Oh and, god, you know all this stuff. Everything's fine. We'll talk later. You had plenty of. Did you have a lot of trick or treaters? We did, and they kind of came in waves. It was you're really in the city, so you have we are you are South definitely a neighborhood, and we're in a neighborhood that is seeing a uh, like a lot of younger kids now. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. turnover that kind of happens. Uh, and this was the first year that AJ went to a friend's house, you know, and now he's a big teenager. Big teen. Big teen. Uh, they still wanted to get the candy. Right. But he's, they wanted he's, to do it in mass. He's Is he 13? 13. So is he 8th grade? Ninth? No, he's 7th grade. He's a late birthday, right. October birthday. Because I was going to say, you are in a clutch of a lot of my friends who are mm-hmm. have 8th grade children. Uh-huh. And that's what sort of the consensus is, that 8th grade is kind of it. It kind of tops out. Okay, so this year was seventh grade, and yeah. they were all like, they got dressed up, and they went and did, the, and then of course they weighed the candy. That was the big thing. Oh, I was like, "How was your holly?" Goes eight point two pounds, and I'm like, "Holy cow!" Oh my god, I don't remember weighing candy before, but that, I remember all kids them, used to weigh all of them yeah. weighed the candy. So no, for us it was never about the amount as much as it was about the depth. Yes. Like in terms of like, okay, well, I did, I did get, a, you know, a preponderance and, and, of Tootsie Rolls, but of what you got. Yeah. yeah. It was really about, but I really scored like three 100 grand bars. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so that was always like, it was sort of about like the quality and like how many full sizes compared to how many right. bite sizes. So AJ's thing this year was, uh, he didn't, he, he has food allergies, right? So he right. has uh, nut allergies. So there's a lot of the candy bars that he can't eat. So he's right. used to trading away. Sure. And he just realized this year, this is my mom fail, I guess, uh, that he can eat Twix bars. You didn't think he could eat Twix? It, we just, uh, he had never had them. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, a lot of those. Oh my God, to never have a Twix? What? I know. I said mom fail. Uh, and so he ate one at home. He goes, oh my gosh, I gave all my Twix away to Frankie. <laughs> Oh, like, no. I need to get some back. Yeah. So we'll. You might have to we'll hit some of the out. sales. We'll figure it out. Did you see the uh, dentists offering $2 a pound? No. Yeah, there are this? dentists. At South Minneapolis, I think somewhere there's dentists offering $2 a pound for leftover candy. I bet we've got about 7.5 pounds left. Oh, God. That's see, and that's the thing is like, I guess, you know, when we were, when we had the whole slew of humans in my house, yep. uh, when the 20 year olds were not. Um, they, uh, we always, I mean, that seems like we never got that much, I guess, but then we always seem to put it in a giant bowl and And like everyone got to pick their favorite stuff and hoard part of it, but then everything else went into a a bowl and it just kind of whittled away after, I mean, that would be the parental units, I believe. He doesn't eat candy because he's, you know, a paragon of virtue. Yeah. And 
I I don't eat a lot of it, so it's really up to AJ, and that's just a lot of candy. It is well, and this is they were giving them away to some some homeless shelters, and you know, like they were yep. giving them away to they were parceling this. The dentist was parceling out the candy. You can to send them overseas to, to yep to overseas exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I get it. I do think that some people go way overboard with by uh, one of the kids was telling me one of the friends um, was telling me that he was at a different party that had like the mom had set up this giant treat table for them for this little teen Halloween party. Okay. And there was like 10 kids there (laughs) and none of them ate any of it. And it was like, it was like, there was like, there was like, there was an overflowing urn of lemon heads. And there was like, you know, this whole thing of Mike and Ike's. And I was like, did you grab some? I'm like, and he was like, no, I felt, felt weird about it. Like it was there for was display. It, was it, yeah. Was it too pretty to eat? Yes. Like, like somebody just had to I mean, Can you imagine that mom? I totally am that mom where I'm like, I'm going to give them all this crazy yeah. overflowing awesomeness. And they're going to like feed their faces and then they don't touch it. Oh my gosh. So last Saturday, you know, we had the cookbook swap and yeah. I was in and out because I had to go to AJ's birthday party. And I mean, not just go. I had yeah. to like do the birthday yeah, party. Do the birthday party. <laughs> we all knew that. <laughs> and we had, um, I decided to do this donut cake. Oh, right. we had six, How did the donut six cake? boys, yeah. right? And I'm like, oh yeah, we'll get these two giant donuts from Mellow Glaze and we'll do the donut tower over it. And like, and it was really cute. Yeah. Um, they barely ate any of it. And oh. I was like, yeah, I, these I are know. six 13 year old boys. I know. Like get down on the donuts. Yeah. I don't know what it uh. is. I think it's like expectation. Well, they are. The weird part is, though, then there's different times when they will eat you out of house and home. Exactly. Where I make, like, I can't make enough pizzas. Like, I can't. And, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, you guys finished that? And they're all like, yeah, what else you got? And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to go to the store at this point, yep. you know? So I guess it's like, we just don't know. Yeah. It's the mom curse. Feast or famine. It's the feast or famine. Um, you went to, were you going to talk about animales? Because you popped over and had barbecue I yesterday. I finally got to animales. Woot, woot. I was teasing uh, John Whipley last night. I'm like, I'm sorry it took me so long. He was like, it's about time. Yeah. You know, he's only open Thursday through Sunday. And I'm like, I'm usually working those days. That was very inconsiderate of you <laughs> to only be open. Um, so AJ and I went, uh, Keith is out of town. So we went to the barbecue truck and got a bunch of stuff to take home. Yep. And I... Just convinced AJ. I'm like, we're going to get the chili. And he's like, I don't want chili. I'm like, we're getting the chili. And we got in the car and we opened up the chili and we snarfed that down so fast in the car. We hadn't even yeah. left the parking no. lot, like uh-uh. huddled over yep. the console. It was so good. And AJ was like, oh my God, thank you for getting the chili. Oh, yeah. It was delicious. Oh gosh. And so you got, is that all you got was the chili? No, nope, we got the sampler platter. Oh, okay. So it had like the chopped pork, it had the spare ribs and it had the hot guts. Yeah. Uh, and some pickles and stuff. And, and hot guts are sausages, you yes, guys. Just smoked sausage. Yeah. Um, and it was really good. I think the hot, well, AJ's favorite was the, the spare ribs and mine was the chopped pork. Really? Yeah. I, I love like, that barbecue sauce he has. With you the do chopped love it? Pork. I do. It's yeah. kind of vinegary, which is yeah. more what I grew up with. A little Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Um, so did he finally make a, a website for it or God, I know he's here. The thing is like, I couldn't post anything about it because there was not posted anywhere and that was making me crazy, but it looks like he does have a Facebook, you guys. So Animales barbecue company and it's, it's John Whipley. It's on the trailer behind Abel brewing, Abel seed house and brewing, yep. which and is there's in parking Northeast. behind there Yeah, and across the street. Oh, there's so, so much parking yeah. across the street. But um, you can definitely pop in. They are open. Um, they open at two o'clock today. Yes. So that's the case. The case because they're smoking all morning and getting stuff done. Let me tell you though that we were, as I said, scarfing down that chili so fast. And mm-hmm. I looked at AJ and I was like, "Do I need to go get another one?" 
Oh, right. <laughs> and I mean, we still had a bag of food in the car that we were taking home. And I'm like, no, we'll just wait. I know. I actually ended up walking out of there with an entire rack one day. Yeah. And I just, I just, I brought it. And I was, the worst part is I was totally eating it in the car. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was eating ribs in the car. I was doing the bad driver, you know. Well, and they had this huge beef rib on special. That is an undeniable get, you guys. It looked beef so rib. good. And we didn't realize it because we were looking at one menu and not the special menu. Yeah. And, I mean, it looked like Flintstone, you know. It is. Like, it's a Flintstone rib. Seeing somebody take it away and we're like, oh, next time. Oh, God, that's real gorgeous. Next time. I really love that. Sexy meat. I know. Um, and then you want to tell me about a bull's horn pit sandwich because I so, want to hear about bull's that. bull's horn, you know, my neighborhood. Yep neighborhood uh, bar yep. joint. Um, they have a new sandwich on there that I was kind of smitten with. And I even wrote you about it because I was like, ooh, you would like this for its pickle dipness. Yeah. But it is shaved pit ham with a jalapeno cream cheese oh, and yeah. some pickles. Oh. And it was delicious. Yes. Delicious. And I got it on the gluten-free it is bun. Hot? And I'm guessing it is It's a hot better. ham? Uh, it was, no, it was, okay, so it's it was like warm. But it's not like a deli sandwich. You know what I'm, when you say yeah. shaved pit ham, it makes me think, is it ham, cream cheese, and pickles, like cold sandwich? It was warm, but it wasn't hot. Because okay. then the cream cheese would just like ooze everywhere, right? right? But yeah, I mean, it, it, it was warm ham that they shaved on there. Okay. Yummy. It was delicious. Well, hot so ham and next cheese. time you're at Bullshorn. Yeah. And that is, and that's uh, right in the, what is, what's Standish the cross? Erickson. Oh, 46th Street and 34th Avenue. Right. And so it's right down from the Venn Brewing is up yep. there. Venn Brewing's right there. And right off of uh, 55 and Hiawatha. Hiawatha. So good. Yep. Um, I ate at, uh, I had a little Octo Fish Bar dinner this week. Oh, that's week. right. That was the JBF yes. dinner? It was the, yes, Sustainable Seafood Dinner. It was so good. And I just, it's, again, it's one of those things where it's like we had, you know, Justin Sutherland was there doing a dish and Kim was there doing a dish lots of people were doing dishes and um it was kind of fun and it was uh there was a lot of um and there were cocktails too. there yes. were so many cocktails and that's what i was going to say is like the idea of like i don't know like everyone thinks fish and white wine and this isn't the same as like fish fish you know but right. it's kind of high-end fish but having a cocktail with each one and the low proof uh-ness of the cocktails mm-hmm. they just were it was a really interesting Evening that makes me think more that our fish scene really is there. Like the way that the chefs are playing with the seafood choices that are coming into the city are just kind of astounding. Yeah. Um, and I was I was gonna I was eating with Sarah who is from the James Beard Foundation. Mm-hmm. She runs their Impact Solutions um, programs, and she was just really impressed with the way that McKee has been kind of heralding this whole sustainable seafood movement. Which through October, you remember we talked about it. Yep. Um, there is a uh, there was specials and sort of like everybody highlighting the the sustainable An yeah. yeah, and she said that it was funny because she said that there's for everyone kind of poo poo like I guess they had discussions about it you know in the organization with mm-hmm. different leaders and stuff and they're like Minnesota is I was gonna the, say yeah they're saying like the the landlocked state is sort of you know this, leading the yeah. effort on this yeah yeah and it was interesting she said because there is people in in Atlanta who are gonna completely copy it. Who are like who are going to follow Tim's lead and do the same thing? That's amazing. And so I was before you said that. Um, I had my aunt and uncle visited from Florida earlier this summer, and we went somewhere and there was fish. And he goes, "Really? I should get the fish." I'm yeah. like, "You should get the fish." He goes, "In Minnesota? I mean, so there's still that stigma, right?" And I'm like, yeah. "You know, they fly in every day now." Well, I it's mean, not my like God, you guys, you can access. get to Paris and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people go in a day and move their bodies into other parts of the world. Why couldn't we do the same thing with fish? And they do. And they do. And most fish when they come off the boat are frozen anyway. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
We're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we have so much good stuff today, you guys. We're going to talk about planning for the feast because it is feast season. We're going to talk a little bit about Dia de los Muertos. We're going to have some Instant Pot accessory chatter and all sorts of other good stuff. So we are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish, and we're brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us. I'm Stephanie March. I'm here with Molly Herman today. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And we are, uh, it's kind of a gray, funky day. We don't have the wintry mix yet. Not yet. I'm thinking that's going to hold till later. So I'm hoping that everyone can go out and still get a good Saturday in. Yeah. Maybe. Hopefully. Um, Because today is the very last day of, I mean, I know we've gone through Halloween, but we've hit All Souls Day and we are in uh, the very last day of, well, actually yesterday was sort of the last day of the Dia de los Muertos which is, of course, the Mexican heritage tradition of the Day of the Dead. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk a little bit about that because uh, frequent listeners know that I am sort of a devotee of this holiday. It's such a nice sentiment to think about, you know, visiting, communing with those that have passed and honoring them Yeah, in a way. And so it it typically goes from the 31st to the 2nd, right? Isn't that I think that's in America. That's how it's typically celebrated. Um, And then, you know, if it's got like this where the weekend is sort of that Saturday is tacked on, it kind of carries over. Um, It's not as rigid, I think, as Mm -hmm. that goes. But And it's celebrated differently all over, you know, with different nuances in different regions of Mexico. But it's all religions and all, you know regional sort of ethnicities within Mexico and and in Latin America as well. And that's what I think is really interesting is it's sort of this beautiful cultural tradition that sort of doesn't, it's not, it's sort of, it's very personal, Mm -hmm. obviously. Um, And I think it's kind of one of those great things that we up here in the North, we have such a rich Mexican heritage, you know, uh, families and, and, you know, owners and different people who have Mm -hmm. come up to this wonderful place to live and have brought these kind of things with them. And so I always wanted to, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit more about it because people know that I am a huge watcher of the book of life. (laughs) It's a great movie. And I love this movie. I own this movie. We watch it every year and it's become this thing where we do watch it during this time of year. Okay. Yep. Yep. We were going to watch it last night and then there were things that get in the way. So we're going to watch it tonight. Um, but, uh, there's also Coco, which just came out also recently. Did you like, watch it? I did. I like Book of Life better, but yeah. I don't maybe know it was because it was the first one. Maybe. You know? This is the same kind of idea of where like a kid who's into music ends up going into the land of the dead to sort of find out, you know, the truth about their family or, or more about their family and their right. history. And really that's, so when we break it down, the day of the dead or Dia de los Muertos it's it's not ha- Mexican Halloween, first of all, which is what a lot of people kind of think mm-hmm. it is. And people may put on the, uh, you know, the, the La Muerta masks, mm-hmm. which are the sugar skulls. Um, and that's, you know, I think that's I think that's cute and fun. And there's a lot of face painting that happens. And so they're they're not dishonoring anybody no. by doing that. Okay. No, no, not as I mean, like there's a tradition in Mexico, like the parades. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don the face of La Muerta and uh, which is sort of like, you know, like the the lady of death, I guess right. is how you want to say it. But it's not so much about, um, it's not like a ghoul and it's not like, you know, scary, no, pretty with flowers. Right. And- it's really this honoring. And so the idea of it is, is that it's really, um, it's, I mean, it's several thousand years old with, you know, the Aztecs and the Toltec and, you know, all these peoples in that area. And basically it's, um, and it's actually a mashup. They were talking about today's, you know, celebrations are kind of mashup of pre-Hispanic religious rites and Christian feasts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. as people and stuff inter, you know, interhabit the world, if you will, 
um, you know, and it takes place kind of in this same calendar year as the traditional corn harvest. Okay. So it's also that idea of like the ending of the corn harvest sure. and everything I mean, else. So it's all cyclical and everything else. They would have a feast and a festival. Right. Anyway, and they, exactly. Yep. So what, what the big thing is, is that it is where you welcome back kind of your ancestors or people who have passed on and you welcome their souls back. It is the days when they get to come back to the earth and walk amongst the living or be amongst the living. So I have a question for you because AJ said something yesterday about today or yesterday being the um the day where you get to visit with the adults do they oh do they do they have certain days that you visit with you know children that have passed and well i think there's all saints day and then there's all souls day so okay. there's halloween which is the night you know the yep. the night of the you know the dead mm-hmm. the all hallows eve. eve yep and then that's sort of like you know that's sort of you know where you sort of set like the dead i don't know if there's there's something with that necessarily as much as all saints days i believe welcoming back the religious people and then all souls day is sort of everybody is everybody and so that's what i had mentioned but i you know he learns more things in school now i know than I did. i'm telling I'm like, you i don't i don't know i'm a journeyman on this yeah, yeah i'm a total journeyman on this and this is what i super love is that uh you know the what you do is that you're supposed to you honor your family or you honor your loved ones by building them an ofrenda and that's an mm-hmm. altar and all you really need for that is a picture you know or some token of that person and then you uh you build sort of this you light some candles and you sort of set out some marigolds which is sort of the traditional flower that guide the wandering souls back to the place of rest and they, you sort of give them like a home mm-hmm. and you make it pretty and then you f- you stack it with the pan de muerta, which is the, you know, yep. bread of the dead. And the, that's this lovely loaf that you can buy at El Burrito Mercado. Mm-hmm. And they have the little, like a little cross on cross the top. On and they're like supposed cross to, buns kind of. Yeah. yeah. And, but they're like supposed to kind of be bones. Yep. And then you sort of, and that's to feed them on their journey, you know, because it has been a long journey mm-hmm. and they're, they're kind of hungry. And there's usually candles. Do they do incense? Mm, I don't know about the incense, but okay. it's mostly uh, it's mostly kind of yeah. Oh, maybe they do. They do. Yep, the smoke from the copal incense made from tree resin. It's uh, transmits praise and prayers and purifies the air around the altar. So you are right. And you might find small toys. You might find you know like pieces of clothing mm-hmm. from the person. Um, all that kind of stuff. And I just think you know what I decided a long time ago is like we didn't have a lot of discussions about. You know, we were talking about where do people go. You know, this started when, you know, my kids were kind of little and we were talking about like, you know, because sure. I have different beliefs than maybe some other people do about mm-hmm. where your souls go. And and I was just talking about how it's, you know, the the other thing is that you never really as long as as long as you remember the person that they're kind of always with you. And so that's what I think is so important about the kind of the day of the dead is that mm-hmm. it kind of gives you a moment to remember those who have passed without it being a sad thing, without it being like, yeah, you know, it's more of a a, a communing and a visiting and a, yeah. a joyous thing, yeah. not a sad. Yeah. And it's like and, I, and so what's funny is, I mean, I have a personal you know, tradition with burn party at the end of the year, yes, which is do. a little bit like this, where we have this sort of clearing, you know, it's a moment of remembrance mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a moment of kind of like accountability for yourself. And then it's a moment of moving forward. So it's kind of a little bit like that on a little personal level. The first year that we did this, Jake, his person for his ofrenda was Robin Williams. Oh, <laughs> do you know, I, Keith just watched a Robin Williams documentary and he said it was so funny and so sad at yeah, the same time. I know. Yeah. And that's, I mean, because that was like a person in a, you know, that he admired and who had just passed on yeah. and he was feeling like he wanted to remember him and have this kind of lovely moment. And so Melissa Silva mm-hmm. from El Burrito Mercado, she's the one who is sort of, 
really, really taught me about how what this all means and how and to practice. And, how to and, yeah, and, she, and so what I want to let you guys know is this is a wonderful way to teach kids both after the scary craziness about and, you know, weirdly death related things that have to do with scary Halloween, which are fun. I watched a lot of slasher movies. I'm like, I'm all in. <laughs> but I'm saying there's this wonderful way to sort of wrap it all up with what does what's really the point, you know, the death, the, but also what really happens. why Halloween even exists. Yes. Because it's all tied to this. It right? is all tied to it let's not- crack the world open, let the spirits in. Yeah. And then for the, you know, for the... The people who are scared of those people, you know, the spirits. I always think there's a great movie. Do you ever watch Corpse Bride but with Johnny yes. Depp? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like it's a Tim Burton like yep. claymation. There's something about that movie because like all the souls come up from the underworld and they're all like, you know, there's like kind of zombieing towards the people sure. and they're like, wait, grandpa? <laughs> you know, there's like a moment you're like, remember like that whole thing? Like these were people that you loved. It's not just randomness. It's like they were part of your life. So I always laugh about that. But anyway, just to kind of wrap it up a little bit, Day of the Dead is one of my favorite celebrations. So I wanted to make sure and shared it with you guys. You can definitely share it with the local community still today. Mm-hmm. You can go to El Burrito Mercado and they can help you build an altar. They will show you like what like kind of little things go in your ofrenda. You can go to the parkway today at yep. 1 p.m. and they're showing Coco. Which is right next door to El Burrito Mercado. Yeah, and you can actually, if you show your ticket, you can get a little taco lunch situation. And if you guys are at Midtown Global Market, uh, La Loma has a beautiful ofrenda out, you know, if you're in that area and would like to see one. Oh, that's really nice. Pretty. That's very nice. I'm sure and they then, have specials going on too. Yeah, I think so. they, yeah, I think Midtown Mar- Global has a whole. They have a celebration. Yeah, today. the market is having yep. a celebration. Um, there's also. Uh, the big, the other thing that's happening today is Festival of Corn mm-hmm. at Centro Popova mm-hmm. Popo Vu. Vu. I don't know how we're Popova? saying. It. I thought it was Vu. We say somebody said Vu mm. in Northeast, and they are. Uh, that's the new taco shop um, and fine dining restaurant, kind of down by Indeed Brewing, just up from Animales. Yes, it is. And they're having a big parking lot party where they're doing, you know, like a big corn roast, and they're having games and music and elotes and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, and then tonight at La Doña Cerveceria, which is the new Mexican sort of style brewery in Northeast, they are doing um, the Festival de, de los Calaveras, Calaveras, which is, that's the skull. Okay. That is a very, this that one is a very, they're having sh- bands from Chicago and bands, local Mexican, you know, flavored bands. And they have... Um, they have a lot of great dance. They have some Aztec dance happening, some spoken word poetry oh, wow. and visual art because okay. theirs is a very big heritage celebration. They are very much about the heritage of the indigenous peoples of Mexico. Wonderful. Really an lots interesting to do today. Yeah. Lots to do in a really interesting deep dive into that culture. Mm-hmm. So lots of fun stuff. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to start our discussion of the feast season. Oh my. Get planning. You can start this weekend. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish brought to you by Red Cow and Red Rabbit. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. It is November. That makes it official. It's crazy talk. It is officially the opening of feast season. Da-da-da. I don't have dun, any opener dun, dun. music for that, you guys. Sorry. Um, but the turkey it, call. Turkey <laughs> call, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's never do that again. Let's never Shall do we? that again. Um, it is. I mean, we are under three weeks, kids. We are under three weeks to getting to the giant feast on the table. I just can't comprehend yet. Are you cooking at your house? You guys have a very fun tradition. You guys have like a neighborhood thing, don't you? We have a neighborhood thing, but it's a little ambiguous this year. We haven't. We don't have firm plans. Really? Yeah. 
Huh. We'll see. It'll uh, come together. Uh-huh. I think we were all in denial that it's actually November. I know. I know. Everyone has been saying that. Like, wow, Halloween snuck up on me. I'm like, how did it snuck, sneak up on you? Every it's in the same, <laughs> same it's the year, exact <laughs> end of October. It just doesn't seem like it should be the end of October. I That's know. the thing. And I, I think it's because we enjoyed this nice long summer and we had a good fall with no snow except for one random day that didn't stick around. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah, it's been a fall. Yeah. It's had we've had one. Um, but I do think that it's you know, it's time and I'm totally in for it. <laughs> so gird your loins. I'm it's, ready. it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, apparently tonight. Um, but I will you know, it's kind of fun because this is the this is the time when I will I gotta tell you, I was at a grocery store that shall not be named and I walked I got out of the car and I was walking in and they had the flipping Christmas wreaths. No. Up. Let's let's renew our 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 annual vows, everyone, of <sighs> averting your gaze from all things Christmas until after until after the feast. It's yeah. not fair. There's Christmas stuff everywhere. I do have a neighbor who has not only put up their tree, but put up outdoor like Merry Christmas signs on their freaking garage. No. I don't get it. Why do we need two months of Christmas? Don't speed up the year. We don't need it. No. Uh, I, somebody posted on Instagram that uh, they were already playing Christmas music. No. Somewhere. Well, I mean, the, the, you know, traditionally the Starbucks cups have come out. They come out the first weekend after Halloween. And that's fine. I can handle that because I don't have to Just go to Starbucks. Because <laughs> I can, or I can get a red cup and not care that hard about it. But I, that's, that's about the only thing that's going to happen. But I can't, like, the idea of there being Christmas ads now, I have to avoid political ads and Christmas ads. I mean, my God. It's like PTSD. It is PTSD. Like, I need to just focus on turkeys and pumpkin pie. Stop distracting me. Right. So I just was thinking that I should have us all, like, we should have, like, a blood oath. (laughs) The good news, the good news is that after Tuesday, the political ads will go away. Oh, my God. What a breather. Can we just do a go vote? Can we have a go vote moment? Yeah, let's have a go vote moment. And almost just because I'm like, I'm like saying that as if it's like a talisman against the ads. Like, I don't even care. I just want voting to happen so yep. that I don't have to see, hear those ads anymore. There's a lot of good ones. The kids, the teenagers who are not really like obviously paying attention because they're, they can't vote, but right. they're kind of, they can't help it because it's all over, even in their it's feeds, in on their Instagrams, yeah. like all the things. So they have a couple jokes that I'm not going to share on. But <laughs> let's just say that your attack ads are not faring well with the uh, with the with team the set. set. They make fun of you. Um, so back to the feast. Back to the feast. Let's talk about it. So basically, I saw the fir- and I God love it. Like all the mags are out. We're going to talk about the mags as we always do the feast season magazines. Next in the next hour, we're going to talk a little bit about what the covers are like and what you can expect um, and some sources that you can start going to. But for now, I I did get like already a ton of press releases from different restaurants and different places that are that are offering places. So if you're not going to make the feast, you still can enjoy it, obviously, at plenty of places. Well, and also for pre-order, like if you want to pre-order pies or sides, isn't doesn't Birchwood do a whole turkey dinner? So many people do all turkey dinners. Yeah, I mean, and there's actually... um, homegrown foods you know which is a kit you know Mm. like it's almost it's like a local crate type kit okay like a meal kit uh she does a whole thanksgiving dinner and i mean it's for like two to three people it's not a big one one. but it is like you can order it you can start ordering those kind of things and belcor is going to have pastries to order who wouldn't want a pie from diane yang i I mean mean, i don't know if she's got pie but it's definitely bread oh she does yep 
for okay, we're gonna talk about that. Yep. Um, but one of the things was it was funny. It says so we I popped into the Food Fifty Two because they're always got some great things, yep. and I often look at the beginning of the month. So right now we're just gonna give you guys some tips. We're gonna talk about things that you can do like this weekend or in the next week to kind of get ready for the feast and to kind of make your life a little bit easier. And I popped into Food Fifty Two because I often go there and think about platters or. Uh, if there's anything special, some new technique or some new thing that I want to look at um, that they have. And they had this little like sort of uh, blog about that. It's not a, such a crazy idea to check off a few totally ta- tackleable things right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, you know, some of the stuff was kind of duh. Because <laughs> you looked at it, too. I, yeah, you can tell them what the first one on the list is. I mean, the first one is the guest list. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Keep calm and make to-do lists. Well, duh. We've already got the list started. I mean, I've got my little book started that has all the things, but I do like the idea of nail down who's coming. Like, at least get, and if you can't nail down who's coming, at least get the general gist. General number. General number. And uh, the under, because that kind of gives you an idea of, are you going big? Are you going small? Right. And you do have to pre-order turkeys of a certain size. Of a certain size. Or you'll be SOL. Here's my advice on that just get the biggest every time because <laughs> honestly how are you not going to have turkey sandwiches for days like i almost this like the feast is major but you know for me it's like the second day sitting on my couch you love the turkey sandwich i love the turkey the, sandwich the turkey is the my least favorite part of thanksgiving i know a lot of people feel this way i, I it's a sideshow man i know I everyone there's the a stuff. lot of people you're either in the sides or you're in the bird camp and actually if there's another meat on the table i will eat that before I mean, it's not that I dislike turkey. Wait a minute. I will have a little bit of turkey, but it is not my favorite. Would I would you, rather have beef would, or pork. Or, would you do like a pork roast? Yes. For Thanksgiving? I would. Instead of a turkey? So at our neighborhood Thanksgiving that we have, it, we have a turkey, but there's also probably two, at least two other meat offerings that are not turkey. Okay. Like what? Like pork roast? Or is it like, yeah, like a pork beef roast rib? or leg of lamb? Leg of lamb. Or... That's Easter and spring. Stop it. Well, I'm That's just wrong. I'm telling you. <laughs> Maybe it was lamb chops that they did. Yeah. I don't remember what they did. But I anyway. Uh, but we have a lot of cooks on our block that like. And so this is their big. This is true. And they're like, you know what? We've got lots of food people here. We're yeah. going to just do it all You're going to do it all up. No, I yeah. get it. I always wonder. I always wonder, but I, there's no chance that I cannot make a turkey, and then because it's the oh, only and time the turkey of year is always there. Yeah, but I'm but for us with the small amount of you know, or not small, but you know, like the modest amount of people, I think that if I did a like a turkey and something else, um, that would be I don't know too mm. much maybe. Did we just blow Stephanie March's mind? Yeah, and maybe I well, for years I talked about only doing the turkey breasts. You know, because yes. that seems to be everybody's favorite thing. And you can buy those now. Oh, I'm a dark just on their, girl, but... Yeah, I know. And for some reason, people at my table used to be, and now it's swayed the other, mm-hmm. way. the other way. I don't know why. Well, I like the idea of taking, if you if if you don't have a lot of people and you're worried about cooking the bird, is taking a turkey breast and like flattening it out. It, yeah. And, and roulotting it, like stuff it with oh. the stuffing and, and then roll it and sear it and bake it that way. And then oh, yeah. you have this nice little jelly roll slices. Yeah. And it's all together. Yeah, that is a kind of a nice thing for a smaller amount. For a smaller, I would totally yeah, do that. When you don't want to do a whole turkey. Right. Huh. Okay, we're going to get in. I mean, we're going to have these kind of discussions all month long. Oh, yeah. Because that's how we go. But basically, here's the thing. Yeah, start getting your guest list. Start thinking about it in terms of like how many people sit at your table. How many people can you fit in a room? Where is the buffet going to go? To me, that's the beginning of like really sort of the Sure. The do you ideas. have enough tablecloths? Yeah. Because if you want to get and if you need extra chairs, this is a good time to be unstressed and finding some. 
Yep. That's kind of the key. BYOC. Bring your own chair. Yeah. What about that? Um, this one, I don't like write out the menu. This is not possible this weekend. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> write out the menu? No, there's no way. I am still I'm still on full journey towards finding out what we're going to eat this year. Well, and there are some people that are just planners and don't have as much confidence in the kitchen. Yeah. Right. That want to lay it out so that they can think about it and find their best recipe. And yeah, so I, I can sort of understand that. Yeah. And there is a piece of it, which is uh, a lot of people. So on the Facebook question of the day, you guys, if you want to pop in, we did ask fee season has arrived. We said we are under three weeks, but what there's one dish besides turkey that, you know, 100 percent will or has to be on your Thanksgiving menu this is the thing like there's stuff that people will they have to have it like i know and i think my sister replied the cream corn is is something that i am not allowed to not have so i already know i could go out and buy those little frozen giblets right now and stick them in the freezer and be done and ready you know right and that's one of the tips they said start adding things to your daily your weekly you know shopping list maybe start there i think that's kind of a good thing not obviously like i'm not going to go buy leaks right now but Things that are frozen or things that are pantry stable. Well, honestly, you can do some like buying leeks. If you're going to slice them to put them in something, yeah, um, you can go ahead and slice them and freeze them because they're just going to cook down. Or you can go ahead and cook them. Yeah, cook, maybe cook if you cook, cook them, them down and freeze them. See, but I cook them. them back out. I will tell you that I tried to do that before, mm-hmm. and I because I because you can at, at Trader Joe's you can buy cut frozen leeks already. And yep. so then I, I think, I think I did that. And then I thawed them out or whatever. And, and you didn't like it was too watery. They were, I thought they, I thought the quality was so, mm. so much less than, I mean, it could work. Well, yeah, I mean, fresh is always better, but right. if you're looking for these pre-prep things right. that you can do and you're putting it in a dish where the, the, the leak being whole, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Right. Then that's a, that's, that's a true. Tip. Here's a couple of tips before we're going to take a yep. quick break. Uh, make sure your spice drawer is in tip top shape. I think that's really key. That's a good Look one. at all your spices, like check your cinnamon. How, what are your levels? That's easy stuff to get beforehand. Um, I do think that idea of like doing some deep cleaning projects now, mm-hmm. because that is the number one thing that stresses me out about Thanksgiving is like, Oh my God, I haven't <laughs> cleaned my house really well. And now I have like 20 people coming over. And so like washing the floor, like I'm going to wash the floor this weekend just to make sure that it's great. It's going to get dirty before then, but it won't be as dirty. Yeah, yeah. And I won't have to think about it. It won't be that bad looking, finding your roasting pan. If that's where you don't <laughs> are a big roaster. That's true. It's in the back of the cupboard somewhere. Maybe take a trip to Ikea and get a backup. I'm saying that those are things you can do now without freaking yourself out. So. And also pre-order. If you're, if you're ordering anything, you really do need to do that now, whether it's turkeys or pies from bakeries and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. You guys, when we come back, it's going to be the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So feel free to send us your tips for starting off early. We're going to continue with this. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. This is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So go ahead and give us a call. 651-641-1071. If you want to send us a little note on the uh, the Twitters or on the Instagrams or not the Instagrams. I can't pull that up. I don't have I don't have the bandwidth to handle that many socials at the same well, time. Well, you can get DMs. We got there. the we got the Facebook. We got the you know at Steph March at or the uh, good old fashioned phone line Twitters. Yeah, but just give us a call six five one six four one one zero seven one. You can talk to Hope. You can tell her all your hopes and dreams, <laughs> and then she'll relay Not all them. Of them. To we us. don't have time. Yeah, we don't have time for that. Um, so we were talking about the feast, but I do want to talk. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about more things you can do to catch up or to be ready. But I did want to answer some questions. We have a question. Um, hi, ladies. I purchased a Spice Kitchen faux kit 
<laughs> hit. We're being very, very careful at Lund's. The PG. broth was really good. And you could tell that the pho seasoning, which came packaged in a large tea bag, making it very easy, was really good quality. Spice Kitchen only sells to retailers and Lund's did not have these last time I was there. Do you know any other kits like this? And we were saying, I was saying that I have found there's some great pho base uh, Pacific, you know, they do, is that organic Pacific foods? Yeah, no, yeah, it's Pacific foods. They do the, the cartons of stock mm-hmm. and they have, um, I've always noticed that they have a chicken base soup base for chicken pho. And or so ramen? Yeah, well, or, they, it's called chicken pho. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, and so you can start there. You know, yeah. I mean, they've already sort of seasoned it. It may not be as seasoned as you want, but I mean, it's a starter. Yeah. Um, uh, I know at Lake Winds Co-op, they have um, ramen kits like that and, mm-hmm. and even gluten-free ramen kits because they use some rice noodles. So right. I haven't specifically looked for a pho kit there, but I think that they, they probably do. There's one that I usually see at Lens too called the Happy Pho. And that's like a brown paper bag bowl, you know. And it's like it's it's in like a brown, a brown paper bag bowl. I know that's hard to say. <laughs> Box with a bowl on it. I know that's where okay, I'm going. Got it. Got with it. Got all it. the things. I was like, wouldn't they get soggy? I know. Just I know. Whoosh, right. That right would be horrible. Um, I will. I also found one. I found a ramen broth as well. I think there's more of this stuff coming. I know that Trader yeah. Joe's has one too. I think. But I don't yeah, think. I would imagine Trader Joe's would have. God, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but I, I, I think that, uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I guess it's basically, it's the Pacific stuff is at Trader Joe's and so is that Happy Pho, is at Whole Foods, they said. But I mean, I've seen them both at Lund's, so yeah, I don't know. I, I think that there's, um, I would check Kowalski's too. I would call Kowalski's. They have a lot of meal kits that they Mm, put together mm -hmm. for you so that it's really easy for you to kind of pop in and go. But so listeners, if you guys know any that you've seen that are terribly awesome that you want to shout out to, uh, to our to our co-listener here. That would be great. Um, all right. And again, 651-641-1071. If you guys want to call and ask some questions, if you have any tips for being ready for Thanksgiving, if you're already starting the feast, we're going to talk about the magazines in the next hour and some other resources for you. Um, but what, Miles, do you have any other tips that people should do to get ready this weekend to start for the feast? I think, again, in this like pre-prep phase, yeah. one of the, if you're going to make your own pies, it's oh. super easy to go ahead and make the dough and roll it out and freeze it. Okay. And then just pull it out, let it come to room temperature. Do you roll it flat? So like I roll a disc? it flat and then I put them in between parchment paper. Yeah. And then and then you just take it out however many you're wanting and just let it come to room temperature before you... Before you that's a really great idea because like, pies are one of those things that I... I lose the battle on because I get I get so overwhelmed with everything else. Well, they're more they're more time consuming than you think, right? Yeah. Because you have to make the the dough, then you have to let it rest and chill it, and then you have to roll it out, and you have and it, and it does take up more counter space, right? Yeah. Because you're of the rolling and the this flour is so and blah, true. Blah, blah, blah. So if you can get that out of the way first, mm-hmm. then you know that's an that's an easy pre prep. Yeah, and the dough will be just fine. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's go. a really smart. I mean, like that just may have changed everything for me. Maybe you're making pie dough this week. I might do that because I don't, you know, I don't tend to. I don't. I tend to not do the desserts at all. Right. Although that's one of those things that I usually let other people do because I am so very control freaky that I don't allow <laughs> other things to be. I don't brought. allow other things brought that are not in my menu milieu. So besides cream corn, yeah. like, do you make everything, or do you yeah. have like? Because with our neighborhood Thanksgiving, we sort of assign. Everybody is like, I'm going to bring this, this, and this, and we sort of all fill in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you not do that? No. 
<laughs> you know, you got to have it all. But I'm the I'm the cook. Like I'm the host. I'm the yeah. cook. I'm one person, and then everyone comes. And I do that. Like you know, the thing with Matt is like suddenly he's been like the gravy guy. So he's been like making like all of a sudden. It's like one year I was so overwhelmed I forgot to do gravy. They all love gravy. I don't care about sure, gravy. So it's easy to forget. Right. So then he so that was like his thing. So then suddenly he's become the gravy guy, right? The gravy, and then the gravy lane. Yeah. And Joey is a Matt he's like an experimental cook. He plays around and does cooking things. By the way, he does not I don't have a Pioneer Woman update from him. Normally he hate <laughs> watches. <By now. laughs> yeah, he hate watches Pioneer Woman and sends me his take, hot uh-huh. take, but his brother's visiting right now, so I don't Maybe they're busy. Yeah. I don't. Or have still it. sleeping. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and so, but then there's also, uh, you know, like my sister makes pies, or her her my nephew does. They make you know some sort of a pie sure. or something. But it is. I am totally. Justin's kind of a Renaissance man. He's he is. He was chopping wood in my backyard the other day. Yeah. So he's Chops kind of. He does. He's pies. kind of. He's kind of the bomb. Dot com on that situation. Um, and I owe him money for that. Oh, but, there you go. Glad um, to, I, I helped you out there, Tristan. <laughs> but you know, and it's kind of you know, and then you know, my mom sometimes brings a salad. But the, basically, the main core of it all that has to be me. Okay. Like I, it's just I feel like I have like a like I have a vibe going. You know, if I know I'm doing the hipster carrots. Then I kind of want to maybe do something, you know, also a, a little, little bit spiced classic. with the squash or something. Yeah. But like, and so there's like certain things like, so if you go to the Facebook page, we definitely have a lot of core things that people have to have on their table in terms of a lot of green bean casserole, a lot of stuffing. Mine is mashed potatoes. I think that my, um, it used to be my grandmother's stuffing. Yeah. Yeah. 